Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So, um, finance part two, and you made me nervous because in the last episode and along with before recording this one, you were kind of like, let's take out the gloves and take care of this and, you know, beat this down for once. I didn't say <laughs> any of that. You kind of like hinted to that. Yes. I, I think this is a very volatile subject for uh, us. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I, I was more saying, hey, let's talk about what we've been doing since I feel like maybe we've grown in the last two weeks of the last 22 years of our existence together. Okay. But, and you were kind of more like, oh, I got shit to say. Well, I do have shit to say. Okay. Well, listen, we both got shit to say, but you know. Yeah, I, right. I do think so. And um, I want to be able to, in this episode... Be relatable and 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 people who are feeling similar to how I feel. I kind of want to represent on their behalf. Right. I think that's what's going to break down this entire episode is how you feel versus how I feel. <coughs> and it's we'll 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 get to that. And I went but to a Lizzo concert the other <laughs> night, and I'm feeling super fucking empowered as a female. That's wonderful. Yes, I'm so happy. I'm about a bad that. bitch. But my my if you want to use this as the title and you won't. But for me, the kind of title of this episode is kind of like emotions versus math. And that's kind of like you versus me in this situation here. We'll, we'll find out what that oh kind God, of Oh my God, it's means. so much more complex than that. Of course it is. That was it, like the just most one... simplified. But, but of course, but okay. that's going to explain so much. Okay. <laughs> I just want to warn everybody. Look, people say I curse too much. <laughs> that it's an issue. See, this is what I've been listening to for like the last week about I mean, leading up to this. No, but seriously, people sometimes like you could tone it down. The fucks in this episode <laughs> are going to be if I'm usually at a 10 out of 10, there is no scale. I kind of want to just start off with where we've been. I, I'm going to summarize the shit out of this. You can elaborate as much as you'd like to. But if I went into detail about everything, like we'd be here for hours. So we can't do that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, just making sure. Um, I just really want to briefly summarize what we've always done, which is kind of you were blindly spending for our family and our everyday expenses, and I took care of the larger and the monthly bills. Very quick, very easy to say, very summarized, lots behind all of that. That's the basics of it, right? Mm-hmm. Fair? Am I okay so far? <laughs> yeah, it's right. you're giving a very, very, yes. very, 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 very vague. Right. So again, 
even a, a, a larger summary, but very small still summary. Like, you know, you took care of the food for the house, the clothes for the kids, the school expenses. Can you please talk about in the present tense? No, I want to kind of lead up to that. But we're still, I'm still doing all of that. I know. I, I, I was going to say that. So you've got all the daily family, everyday expenses where I've got, you know, the mortgage, the utilities, the credit card, like all that stuff, right? Like the big bills versus the everyday bills, right? The monthly bills versus your everyday expenditures. Right. Expedentures. Expedentures. Perfect. (laughs) I know I'm (laughs) oversimplifying everything. I just kind of wanted to separate how we spend. That's it. Okay. Um, now at this point, please, if you'd like to elaborate on just that part of it, by all means, if not, I'll continue. Continue. Wow. I'm surprised. I even wrote in my notes now, please go ahead and expand <laughs> on what you like. Okay. So, right. So the spending was without you ever realizing what you were spending, how much we have, what you were spending it on, in quotes, you know, what we need for our family, you know, all those kinds of things. It, it got to the point where I was the one who was paying the bills at the end of the month and all the things that you were spending money. Like, I just couldn't, like, you didn't know what you were spending. I did. We couldn't afford it. At the end of every month, it was just too much. And just like everybody else, it seems like since the research that I've done, you know, we're in debt, whether it's credit cards or personal loans or whatever, and taking them out to pay the bills. I just had it and I couldn't do it anymore. Right. And I finally came to you about a month ago and said, literally in tears, we can't do this anymore. I can't. I'm not doing this. Like we do. I said in the last episode, you know, we do. Okay. We should be able to afford our lives. We can't. All right. So. Now, very simplified our past. Let's get to what we're doing today, which is what you said you wanted me to like kind of rush to. Right? Well, you had asked me some questions along for along the way from back, you know. Okay. So before those questions, mm-hmm. I will briefly explain kind of what we've done at this point. Um, well, what, no, let's not. Let's okay. let's let's stick to the past sure and then move into Perfect. yeah okay. let's let's no so that we're not jumping around too much okay mm-hmm. um but so basically listen in in a hundred different episodes we've given like little tidbits and breadcrumbs here and there about how we got ourselves into terrible financial circumstances right and and the overall i think theme is that um, like we are like kind of a fucking disaster in some ways. We, a lot of people talk about opposites who attract and everything. And in some ways we are opposites, right? In certain, yeah, in certain ways, uh-huh. in certain ways we are dangerously similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, dangerously similar in, Liking nice things and and ways to go into debt. So, you know, if there was a compatibility of how, uh, as a couple, you know, if on Tinder, one of the questions is, if you were going to go into debt with somebody, how would you like to do it? They ask questions on Tinder? I thought it was just swiping and then it was like, oh, let's meet. Well, the last time I was on. <laughs> I'm sure. No, but seriously, whatever. Fine. Match.com. J-Date. Whatever. 
if the question was how would you, you know if you were going to go into debt with somebody who would you like it to be <laughs> right <laughs> exactly <laughs> and it, it would be like you know hearts and arrows from one of our profile pictures to the other just straight it would be like ding 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 we found a match yeah. right we it are would be 100% Adam and Danielle uh, you're a match we yeah. are like our compatibility as far as spending and you know the lack of discipline and the love of things we can't afford is perfection. Only on the things that we agree about spending money on or that we did. Okay. All okay. I know is that we have not been successful in much, <laughs> <laughs> but when it came to like, you know, being able to, it was as if, you know, the movie Brewster's millions, mm -hmm. It was as if we were in the Br movie Brewster's Millions, but we were spending the money that like there there was no actual money. We were just spending and spending and spending to to spend. Right. And like if he spent the whatever, 30 million to yeah. get the 300 million. Yeah. We spent the 30 million, but there was no end game. Yeah. There and there was, there no, was no 30 million. <laughs> 300 yeah, million at the end. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know... We spent it all and it was super fun. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it was Monopoly money. Yeah, we had it some was good times. We had some fucking good times. Like people take Monopoly money for whatever reason. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It was, you know, we, we are compatible in that way. That was one of the things I think that drew us to each other was that bad boy, bad girl. You know, like, we just want to have fun and we just want to. So all of those things that have always made our relationship really passionate and that chemical reaction to each other was also unhealthy-ish. Unhealthy-ish. Yeah. 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 I, I missed the un. Oh, in yeah, your... yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no. So, so from that perspective, you know, we were very compatible. Mm -hmm. But obviously... We were also toxic for each other in that respect. Yeah. Okay. What? What? <laughs> okay. I, I didn't know you were done. Uh, so we, you're still talking about our past. I didn't know if we were moving No, no, forward. no. We're still on okay. the past. Because you, wait a minute. You asked me all these questions. Yeah. So listen. Uh, just how, like, oh, you asked, have I ever you, really? Right. You make me answer the questions. Right. Okay. Or say the questions okay. that you send me. So okay. it's my turn. Okay. Yeah. And by the way, I hope you listen to the first episode before you listen to this. Because a lot of the references you're not going to get if you didn't listen okay. to the first, the buy your own damn almond milk, which we will go more into. Oh, yes, we will. Okay. So you said, have you ever really had to think about budgeting? Like in college where you, you, you were broke, but you had financial relief when you needed it. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if I've ever had to budget, but I, I have always worried about money for as long as I can remember. And I've always feel like I've always, I always feel like I'm the, I was always blamed for the circumstances. You worried about money ever? Before, oh, yeah. Before me? Oh, my God. In New York? Constantly. Yeah, but like I said, you if you were in a... Like, you had relief at a call. Like it a, was call never a call to who? You, listen, you said a thousand times, you know, your dad thought your 
the clothing store was the bookstore, and then you were spending money there, or you have your sister to help you out if you ever needed help. Like, you okay, but there's had, only so many times I'm you just can saying, call somebody right, or do something. My point is, not everybody has that relief. Like, if they are out of money, they're out of money. There were times that it was like that. Okay, sure. uh, that's, that was a question. Oh, literally. absolutely. Yeah. There were definitely times when I could not buy cigarettes. <laughs> there were two fifty a pack back then. No, seriously. I, there were definitely times when, and and the, it was always me feeling like, oh my god, I am the reason why my family is poor. I am the reason, you know, like I always felt like the reason because. Um, that's kind of what I was told, you know, I was always sort of blamed for, for the finance stuff with your parents and your, to some degree, to some degree, maybe because you were the third kid and they were spending the last of what they had on your education. Well, I think (laughs) also, like we talked about in the other, in the last episode, I think, whereas my brother and my sister, you know, worked hard for what they got no <laughs> like i i i think i actually I'm just kidding. i i worked it just as hard i think i probably worked more hours than them because i needed the money more no i meant in college like working for what they were given by your parents well like, they went to college you know at real colleges where you were buying 50 cent pitchers at night for drinks right. and stuff right so uh, you know i think for me um I've always felt like I was put in these situations where, look, and again, I'm not doing woe is me and it's all relative. Just like we said in the last episode, I am in no way trying to talk, you know, say it's a pity party or whatever. I'm talking about my experience and my experience was always since I was younger, you know, look, I was in this private school, right? Right. I know. A hundred percent. But when you're in that situation and you're watching everybody else, spend look i had a friend whose father every week would replenish a thousand dollars cash in the top drawer Mm -hmm. of their dining room and didn't ask a question about where it was going right and and you know and i would be like holy shit like this is what i go to school with you know people were going to it was paris on the weekends to go shopping and you know and i obviously wasn't even remotely in the same universe as that so then when I went to NYU and that was my doing I chose to go there I don't think I really fully realized the extent of you know the world that I was going to be in but you know again you're you're watching people in a in a in a situation where you're like okay I can't afford any of that but it looks really cool and then I think you and I got married and it was the same type of thing I think that I think that I was thrown into a situation where at times, you know, it was, well, we're in this situation and now I can't afford other things. So, you know, I, I, I again, I'm not a victim because I, a hundred percent, it's my, I, I like the nice things. A lot of people can be in these situations and be like, all right, listen, I'm here. I'm in a private school. I have this awesome opportunity, which I also did think. But on top of that, I couldn't help but be jealous of uh, of listen, everything else. You're in that situation. It's not your fault you were there. Like, right, but I don't think just... my brother and my sister were ever jealous of anybody else. I think they were right. super content. And that was the difference, was they were able to be there and be content. And I was there sort of like, holy shit, I want those things too, mm-hmm. right? And, um, you know, and, and, and I, 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 I thought maybe eventually, you know, if I worked hard and everything, that I would be able to get them. But um, 
but I was, I always felt like I was on the periphery looking in. Again, you talked last time about when we were dating in high school, when I was in college, and your mom would come, you know, she came into New York City and took you shopping, and I would watch, like, all of these things, you know, I was driving a piece of shit clunker when we were first dating, and you had this beautiful car, like, all the things I was always sort of comparing myself from the perspective of, wow, you know, that's really awesome, but I'm not a part of it. Right. Uh, and similarly, but also on the other side of things too, for my situation was I was a complete fuck up at school. I, I, I barely went to college, didn't even really, came home and started working in my family business. So, right. So I had the luxury and luckily enough, I had it to fall back on this family business where I almost went from high school to fucking up six months later, I'm working with my family business and I was making money right away. So I kind of didn't even have to start budgeting ever, mm -hmm. right? I was never on my own. I was for six months as a fuck up and had no money, but I was home in six months. So big deal. Mm -hmm. And I straightened myself out, went to work and was making, you know, decent money right away, right out of literally almost high school. So, and I, I, I didn't have that, like, living on my own, going to have to find a job or working through college or any of that kind of thing where I, I kind of had money right away. And no, I, I never kind of taught myself, how do I afford things? How do I budget for things? Because I can just afford it at mm -hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. And th so that's kind of where I went from there was just always thinking to myself, well, I can afford it without even thinking about the numbers or can I or whatever. Like the money was there. It seemed like I could. So I did. Right. And that's where I started out from where you kind of started out from the opposite end, but didn't have really the budgeting for all the reasons that you just said to like, so we kind of met at that time, mm -hmm. which is kind of like you know, a, a, a little fucked up melting pot of reasons why we're going to be fucked up going forward. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, we had all, we did not have a good foundation of, to work off yeah. of. Um, and I also think that when I, when we, when we were dating, when I was in college, first of all, I wasn't, I guess I never really, I guess I really never thought that I never dreamt big about careers because I really never felt like I could actually do it. Like I would intern at MTV, but in my mind I would be like, well, I could never actually work here. You know, like I'm not actually good enough for that. Or, you know, um, I would, you know, take classes in writing and everything. And then I'd be like, well, I can't actually be a professional author. I'm not that good. So all the things I really wanted to do, um, I definitely had that huge imposter syndrome that that held me back. And then I met you and my senior year. I mean, I was like head over heels in love, like immediately. And I think my intentions went from, OK, I'm going to stay in the city after college and figure things out and find a career to I just want to be wherever he is, mm -hmm. you know, and I knew that you were going to be working in your family business. And so I knew that it was going to be me following you, not you following me, right? So you weren't coming into the city and we were going to live there and I was going to be searching for a career and you were going to be searching for your job and we were going to do it together and build together. It was no, going to be, yeah. 
you know. You chose love and stability over your whatever you thought you wanted. I chose love. I didn't choose any fucking stability. No, no, you chose stability stability as far as marrying me because I was in a family business. I had a steady salary. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I did did think to myself. I had my own place. I had a car. I had, you know, so you were choosing stability in life with me versus what's next for you. Yeah, I, yeah, there was, yeah, I was giving up sort of that, you know, whole after I was going to stay in New York thing. Right. I mean, like I would, we met your senior year and it kind of took over for, you were still in college when I, when I was saying before how your sister was either taking care of you, your dad was taking care of you, if you had no money. That was my responsibility. Once I met you, I came into the city, we went out to dinner, I paid for, you know, yeah, for everything that we definitely. ever did. I, I, for the first time in my life, yes, I definitely felt like I was you know, being taken care of by somebody other than a family member. Right. Yeah. Um, Wait, we, we got to take a break. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. But, and we got to move forward. We got to go, like, to what's happening today. Okay. But a little bit more, I guess, for the past, and then... Yeah, 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 yeah. Not episode three? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, well, no, we, we're good. We're good. All right. We'll be right back. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com So then I moved back to New Jersey to be with you, mm-hmm. and I became a teacher. I went back to school. I got my teaching certificate, and um, I was a high school teacher for four years, a high school English teacher. It was never my intention to be a teacher. I was not a lifelong dream or a passion of mine. Um, I did love certain aspects of it when I did it. But, you know, it was sort of a means to an end, right? It was like, I, okay, I'm in the suburbs now. Um, you know, I, I have a great knowledge of literature and writing. And so I guess this is what I'll do. Um, and then when we started, when, when I got pregnant, we sort of, me definitely pushing more because I did not want to be a teacher for the rest of my life. And that wasn't a passion of mine, even though I met the best friends of my life doing that um I I think also we were sort of like okay well you know the finances of me going back to teaching and everything because I was still on such a low scale of you know it was like on the first or second step still when when I was teaching as far as to uh, not tuition what do you call it? salary mm-hmm. goes and um and so we sort of decided that I was gonna stop teaching and be a stay-at-home mom Right. And my expectations of what was happening with me in our business was we we never really thought to ourselves, well, let's put down how much are we making with your salary? Let's put down how much our expenses are with and without. Like we never did that. No. It was we just, never really discussed it. No, it was just kind of like, oh, I'm going to keep working, making more yeah. money and it'll be fine. And mm-hmm. that's it. Right. Like we, right. we never there was never a budget. There was never a. Yeah. Reality. Well, and during this time period, you know, I was pregnant with Mia when I stopped teaching, and that was the same time period that I went through my OCD, my mm-hmm. horrible bout with OCD, 
and we weren't not only were we not communicating but i moved out for six months Mm -hmm. so you know was that that, six months yeah almost wow and so you know i really it there was not a lot of communicating going on at all because i was barely coherent and you know lucid like i wasn't so um Look, you asked me in the last, you, you said to me in the last episode about being a stay-at-home mom and you 100% be, see the value in one parent, be it stay-at-home yeah. mom, stay-at-home dad, whatever the circumstances are. I 100% also see the value in it and I loved it so much and I am on so many levels, oh my goodness, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I'm so grateful. I have friends, you know, a few of my best friends who are still teaching and everything who are like, Never in a million years would I want to be a stay-at-home mom. Right. Which I also 100% get. Of course. And I think everybody is different and, you know, has a different threshold for whatever it may be. Um, I do think that from the time I was a stay-at-home mom, there was a constant resentment from you about me being a stay-at-home mom. And the power structure and the imbalance concerning money and spending was never good. Okay. Um, I do think that for the first probably 15 years of our marriage, I felt like I was spending your money. I I did not feel like it was our money. Mm -hmm. And there were many, many uh, indicators that it was not my money. Um. Up till yesterday when you bought me a new MacBook, which was very, very sweet of you. And I know you were trying to be very, very sweet. But there's also hostility because I could never walk into an Apple store. Wait a minute. And buy a MacBook without consulting you. You bought me AirPods. $120 AirPods. Okay. But but you went in there and bought me a thing without me knowing about it, which was so sweet. Come on. Well, I'm just saying, like... But but I've never bought a computer, a car, anything without it being an entire... You know... Right. I want to say conversation, but it's more than conversation. Right. So whether... a whole lot of conversations. So, so that resentment that you were probably feeling is probably legit. Whether it was, um, what's the word? Um, founded. Unfounded. Yes, yes. And whether it was founded in my mind, is that right? Mm-hmm. Or unfounded? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Which, deserved, undeserved. Right, yeah. Whatever. Right. Was probably stems from the fact that yes, we never started budgeting or figuring out money together from the, from day one. Mm-hmm. We never discussed really is it okay if you stay home or not. Right. So that was your decision, not our decision. Right. So, so there are these there's these things that led up to the fact of okay, so I guess I'm making the money. I never thought to myself it's my money, but I guess just maybe not that it's your money, but you're the you're in control of it. Which I was, but I think that's also a little bit warranted because you never knew how much money we had or how much was there to spend or how much was available or how much could we afford for whatever. So there was plenty of reasons that I thought to myself, well, yeah, I guess I have to be in control of this because you have no interest. I would agree with that if you're your spending reflected that. Oh, totally. Yeah. 1,000%. Right. But it did not. Yes. No, it did not. Right. Yes. So I always felt sort of like I was taking, you know, I was 
you know, I was the passenger along for the ride, right? And you said in the last episode how much you you understand and you value being a stay-at-home mom or whatever. I did not feel that from you. I never felt like you valued it. And and I I guess I resented you back in the sense of um, I never felt like an equal while I was a stay-at-home mom. Right, for the reasons that I just said. Yeah, yeah. I never felt like an equal. I never <clears throat> felt like... <clears throat> You thought that I was worthy of the same things, the same things in life that you were. Um, I always drove shittier cars. Not that they were shitty cars, but I, I right. never drove cars that were as nice as yours. Um, I remember, you know, to this day, I came home one day after we had fought about finances. Um, and there are two huge, new huge flat screen TVs when we did not need two huge new flat screen TVs. Um, you know, just things that I sort of felt like I, I yeah, there was a there was a lot of disconnect between um you and me as yeah. far as, you know, yeah, for yeah. M- for many years yeah. I would be hard on you about spending money. Mhm. Probably for the reasons that we just talked about. Yeah. Um, and I was overspending money maybe to compensate for the reasons I think I should be able to for whatever stupid, you know, reasons that don't make any sense. Whatever. Right. Right. I was spending too much. You were spending too much, but I thought it was maybe more fair for me to do so mm-hmm. and not for you. All the reasons. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I was wrong. You were wrong. I was wrong for certain things. You were wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, all makes sense. Mm-hmm. And... um I guess if you want to keep going with the past till it lead to the present, I mean, I you know things have shifted and changed and all those kinds of things in well, recent years. Can I just say also yeah. because I know there are a lot of stay at home parents out there uh, listening. Oh my god, my mom is not stopping. She's got to stop texting. Oh, me. your new MacBook Air is dinging because right. you haven't. Turned so it off I know yet. people are probably out there like, <laughs> "Fuck you, Danielle." You're right. like, "Look, it's so sweet that you got it for me." Uh, that's not is I understand what you were doing, but inside of me will always be that. Why the fuck does he get to decide when I get a new MacBook? But I didn't decide because you said how bad your current MacBook is. Right, and, and then you told dying. me it was fine. I yeah, I so I checked the battery health. It said normal, but obviously it's a little bit older. It's it's eight years. But old. I would rather you say to me, okay, it's twelve hundred dollars. Right, we're budgeting right now. Mm-hmm. It's twelve hundred dollars. This Less MacBook. the two hundred for your right, so it's nine ninety nine. Fine, Fine. Yeah. but we decided even we're going to give the whatever. So, I would so much prefer you came to me because, like, as much as it's a gift, if it's something I truly need, why is that a gift? But I would so much prefer you say to me, like, right now, I'm, I'm. I turn into fucking evil Albert Einstein right now with my calculator and shit, trying to figure out how I'm going to get everything I need for the kids and everything. I would have loved you to come to me and be like, it's $1,200. A hundred percent. Go get a MacBook right now. Or it's $1,200. Do you need it for something else? Can you wait for the MacBook? Whereas I would have said, 100%, I will wait for the MacBook. Right. Give me the fucking $1,200. Right. So for a month, you've been complaining about your computer. So I took it as, I would love to do something nice for you because you've been complaining for a month. But why is that month. nice for me if I need a new MacBook 
And when you need a new MacBook, you just get it. But but that's not true. Like, I would love a new MacBook. But, no, but no, 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 no. Mine's but, a 2019. That's okay, three okay. years old. But like, I, I would love it. But I always one. get your hand-me-down MacBooks, right? So I, my MacBook now is your hand-me-down. So you would like this one? No, but what I'm saying is... I, I don't know if people are going to understand where I'm coming from or not. <laughs> this this argument, by the way, is so like first world ridiculous. Like <laughs> absolutely, as I think a lot of yes, mar- you know, this is what it is. Look, right. I, this is my job. I work on a computer That's all day why long. I thought it was the right thing to do because it was for okay. But what if a job do. gets you a MacBook, are you like, oh my god, that's the sweetest thing in the world? Or are you like, I needed a fucking MacBook anyway? Like. You know, do you know, does that make sense? Yeah, I guess. And the f- uh, look, I do think it's sweet. When you walked in with it, I thought it was very, very sweet. But I was also sort of, you know, there's a part of me that's like, when do I get to decide mm-hmm. that I, it's time for me to get in? Like, at what point do I have to stop as a, as a 44, almost 45 year old woman? At what point can I stop asking my husband for these things? Like, will there ever come a day? Yeah. And that's what. That's what we're doing now. Okay, but you just again sent me mixed messages because you got me this laptop. So you didn't have to do it and do it for yourself and save for yourself to do it and try to budget around it. I did it for you. But wouldn't the money come out of the business? It's a business expense. Yes. Okay. So you didn't do shit for me. <laughs> no, that's not true. I did. I like I I didn't want you to have to think about it and I wanted to to make sure that you had it because you've been complaining about your old one for a month now. And I was just trying to, thank I don't you. Know, I, it I is. It's very sweet, but I, nice I, I think a lot of our history mm-hmm. brings up these, these things when, you know what I mean? That at some point I want to be able to be the one to make these decisions and, and I th- be a big girl. And, and I think you're almost a big girl. Like, mm-hmm. I think we're getting there. Mm-hmm. I'm working on it. I'm trying to make you the big girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and I, I think we're going to get there. Mm-hmm. I think it's happening. Okay. <laughs> so um, I did some research and look, obviously it's insanity, right? That we're, you know, in other countries when you are a stay-at-home parent, when you stay home for maternity leave or you stay home um, <clears throat> to raise your kids, there are compens- there's compensation. Other, you know, the, the other countries have compensation or they – you get a, a baby nurse or or some type of um, uh, help, and it is what is the word stipend is a stipend from the government and everything like it is right. part of so just but just be careful with that stuff. By the way, before talking about how uh, other countries, if you take maternity leave or men or women or whoever take maternity, they get paid six weeks or you know whatever. Well, we do too. I'm just saying, like. What other countries do, just make sure, just be careful. Like certain countries do all that stuff and mm-hmm. their taxes are like 70%. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yes. Like just be careful. Like, right. I understand. But, what, but basically it is absurd. Any way you look at it, fine. Pretend no other country does it. It's absurd that in this, in this society that we are supposed to value staying home with your kids and raising your kids and everything, that there is no compensation. So there have been studies done for years about, well, how much should a stay-at-home mom actually make or a stay-at-home mm-hmm. parent actually make? And I, I mean, I can't, there were tons of studies that have been done because it is such a, an overwhelming, like, 
catastrophe that there is no compensation for it, right? That you're home with your kids um, and they're, it, you're literally not making anything, you're spending money, you're, uh-huh. a, and this is the way we've been sort of conditioned to believe it's supposed to go for, okay. for many years at least, right? That that was the way it's supposed to be. Um, and so f- anyway, for example, insure.com, figured that the wage a mom should earn uh, for a year for everything that she does is $126,000. That was in 2022. Um, Salary.com recently did a study and uh, they studied more than 19,000 stay-at-home moms since the start of the pandemic and have estimated the value of a mother's work by tracking real-time market prices of all the jobs that mom perform, moms perform and that the median annual salary for a stay-at-home mom, but it should be a stay-at-home parent, this past year was $184,000. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's $7,000 above the pre-pandemic median because I think every parent out there right now knows how much more fucking work we were doing over the past three years. Yeah. Due to the pandemic. I, I agree like a million percent, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's not $180,000. It should be a million dollars a year. Like mom, like stay at home moms mm-hmm. or dads or whoever. All right. Totally <laughs> deserved. I don't want to do it. I would never mm-hmm. give up my salary for a million dollar a year salary taking care of kids for 10, mm-hmm. 18 years. But from who? Where's this salary coming from? That's That's the point. You have a choice to have kids or not. Okay. Where's this? Like, where's? Okay. I, I, I understand. I'm not even talking about it from that perspective. I'm okay. talking about it from the perspective of value, of feeling valued, of your partner letting you know that that they understand that you're working fucking hard and you're not being okay. compensated. And that so that's is all not so your it's fault. Not a monetary value. It's uh, kind of putting a monetary value on it. Do I wish value. there was a monetary? It's of not, course. It, it doesn't exist. It can't happen. Right. So you're just saying, to I, don't, your, I don't think you should say it can't happen. It can happen. Fine. You're just saying to your partner, I'm staying home with the children. This is what it's worth. Treat me that way. That's kind of what you're saying? Well, just in general, yeah. I mean, don't act It's not like, like there's money coming from, like, where, like I, you know, I deserve $180,000 a year because I take care of my no, kids. No, not at all. It's it's completely like, okay, I might be, and don't get me wrong, I, for, for working parents too, I think there should be compensation for childcare and everything. It's not just stay at home. I think across the board, we are fucked in so many ways as far as, not providing the child, you know, it should, it should be uh, something that we don't have to worry about. But I also think that, that when you're a stay at home parent, you, because you are not actually bringing in that income. So there isn't that tangible Mm -hmm. reward, right? For the family where you're bringing it home and you're like, of course we can go on vacation. I did an awesome job, you know, potty training you and getting you on play dates and blah, blah, blah. There is none of that. That Literally all you have to show is that the kid is potty trained and now they have friends. And and that seems like the standard of, well, that's the way it's supposed to be. Well, yeah, you grew a person. You did what you're supposed to do. You had children. Right, but I can say the same thing about you with 
your business. You did exactly what you were supposed to do. And correct. But there's money coming in and that's what the business is all about. Okay, right. But like, the so point is, uh, trust me, I get your point and I agree rather with you. Rather than. By the way. Rather, you agree with me now. If we were to do it all over now, I know it would be different. Of course. But now I agree with you. Yes. But I'm saying for anybody at, you know, who who has a stay at home partner or vice versa, you are a stay at home. You want to feel that value. You want to know that you are an equal partner because you are doing an equal, if not in my mind, more than an equal amount of work. Oh, and you're doing all the things so that your partner that's working doesn't have to mm-hmm. so that they can go work and make money, right? So it's kind of an equal balance there. You know what yes. I'm saying? Like, and, and, and I did not feel that. No, you didn't. Right. And I didn't make you feel that way. Right. Totally understood. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, take a break. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do we have a lot more to go? Uh-huh. I mean, it's this right. is let's crazy. Go. Let's just keep just going. Just do it? Yeah, let's just keep going. All right. We'll take a break and we'll keep mm-hmm. going. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. All right, so let's move on to kind of what we've been doing, what we're doing now, and all about that stuff. I'm sure you've got plenty of (laughs) feelings (laughs) <laughs> how much tape does this thing have does this run out on this uh yeah, garage band do they do they run out of uh, tape is, is there a limit to how much <laughs> so tape? all right so what we've been kind of doing now is all right in the past we had one checking account for the two of us where all the spending was coming from and you, you were spending from there i was spending from there everything came from there so what we finally said was or what i finally said was mm-hmm. <laughs> you need to have a separate account where all the spending comes from that you do for the daily spending that there's an amount that goes in there as if you were being compensated for the work that you do and that's what's available to spend not a credit card so there's actual so an easy way for you to go see how much do we have how much can we spend make a judgment call on what should we buy what do we really need what do we you know actual budgeting so you have your your own account that I have no access to or spending capability, capabilities from. And that's kind of where we are. And you're you've got like laser eyes that you're no, no, no. At I'm, I'm, I'm listening your to you. Computer. Uh-uh. <laughs> so so you get to make the choice now when you're food shopping. Do you want to buy me my almond milk? Is it worth it? No, you want to leave it for me to buy for myself, right? So you ha- you're making decisions now where you weren't before. That's kind of like the ultimate goal here to you understand what, how much there is, how much can you spend, what's really necessary, what's really not. I think for the most part, it's been good. I know it's not perfect, but we got to figure it out, but we had to do something quickly, and that's what we kind of did. Please go. 
go ahead <laughs> with all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 110%, I, I know we have to budget. Uh, I have known for a long time. We've been skirting around the issue for a long time. Um, it's been something that... I think, you know, neither of us have wanted to talk about it's because we knew it was going to be explosive. And um, and when you did this, of course, as always, look, throughout you asked me, there was one question (laughs) that you asked me. Hold on one second. Sure. Um, And by the way, there was not there was no explosion yet. (laughs) There was nothing explosive in any like. When I first brought it to your attention without having any details, you were very understanding and saying, yes, let's do it. As I think I always am about everything that you bring to me. Except, right, because I was doing it the wrong way before. Just complaining about the credit card bills. Like everybody does. Like, right. like so that's you, the wrong way to do it. So I finally figured out a way. Right. Maybe it's not 100% right, but I found a way to at least get it started. When you asked me, one of the questions you asked me was, after going through all of these things, what do you think we're supposed to do when we don't make enough money to afford everything? Mm-hmm. Right. So like, what is the answer? And my answer to that was, uh, you know, I'll put it this way. I think throughout our history, when we have fucked up and you, anytime you have come to me and said either we need to sell our house, which was four different times mm-hmm. um, and go to a smaller house, we need something more affordable. Every single time I've been like, I fucking hate moving. It's fucking awful. But okay, we need to do it. I'll do it. And I have joined you in the search and looking for houses and moving and talking to the kids about it and explaining to them why we need to move to a smaller house. I've never once been like, fuck that shit. I, let's, you gotta, let's, you gotta get a second job or we gotta, you know, <laughs> never, ever been. Right. Um, when we needed money, when we were, really 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 at rock bottom and i was resourceful and i was like let's start a podcast and you know and this is what we should do and i worked my ass off and have been working my ass off every day since to help you because i did not you want you to feel like you were doing it alone um and i i think that when you came to me this time and you said to me about the budget, I was like, yes, I'm all in. And then you came to me and there was like a smirk on your face. And I felt like you were very much like, for the first time, she's going to feel what I've been feeling for so long and I can't wait. Okay. 40% of what you just said was true. I I don't know if I had a smirk on my face or not. I guess if you say I did, maybe I did. Uh my whole intent here was for you to understand not to be like, fuck Danielle. She needs to finally fucking get this. She's getting what she deserves. A little bit. I think you were. No, it was more about just, I want this to be from now forever for us to both be in this together Mm -hmm. and understand how it's supposed to work. Okay. And you gave me a number and that was the number of how much I was going to get every week. And your answer was yes and no. Yes. Well, so what I did was I said, here, I I budgeted our monthly expenses, like the big ones. So, you know, the mortgage and the utilities and the cars and all that kind of stuff. And I said, here's what's left over. You know, I need 
X amount of dollars to survive just for me to eat lunch and whatever. Like I don't spend money anymore, but the rest goes into this account for you, for our family. And then whatever comes in from you, from the business that we're doing here together, a percentage of that goes to this account as well. Okay. And right. then I said to you, here's laid out all the things that we have that we cannot stop spending money for. Mm-hmm. And you were like, well, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> I mean, that's another simplification there too. Like, okay. So what, what did you do? Like, I, I don't say, that's what I was saying in the beginning when we first started this episode where like emotions don't overcome math. Like, right. All right. So, so that's part of this question that you just said, like, what should we go into debt for? So the only right. person who was getting relief from this was you. What you were basically saying to me is you're still, you're overwhelmed with all the stuff you have to buy and all the stuff you have to do. Well, not only are you still going to be overwhelmed by all of that, and I'm, am I not taking that, any of that off of your plate, but now I'm just going to make it harder. So there was, there was nothing. There, the only resolution you had to any of it was this is the amount of money you're going to get. We need to budget, and that's it. But for years, I have been the one in charge of Every single fucking thing mm-hmm. for this family. Well, well, no, the everyday expenditures of this family. Fine. Yeah. You. So the things that you know are going to be, look, it's a rolling thing, right? You know, you're going to have the mortgage. You know, you're going to have insurance. You know, the things that you know we're going to pay for and that most of it is done through an account and it just does it automatically. I'm not saying you don't, Take care of it all. You do. Mm-hmm. It's a. Fi- it's not fixed, but it's somewhat of a fixed. Like we know what it's going to be. Okay. I from the second the kids get up in the morning, right? And I work now. I I I am for all intents and purposes a full time working person. Okay, my hours might be different. I'm up at three o'clock in the morning doing work, right? Or I'm you know sitting on the couch and everyone's yelling at me because I'm on my phone. It looks like I'm not working and I am working. You know, it, it doesn't. It's not as structured as your job, right? That you're at work well, from eight listen, to seven. I'm not downplaying okay. that. I'm jealous. Of and that. I am <laughs> still in charge of every fucking thing that this household, this family, these children need. But what's the I don't understand. Like, that, what's your point? That you were the, that all you did was make my life harder, right? So your life is getting easier from this. And not at one second did you say, you know what? Okay, we need to budget. You can't figure out, Let you know what? You need three wardrobes for the kids. You give me one of the, you tell me which boy you want me to buy a wardrobe for it. I'll go out and do it and but I'll that's, find. That's not true because when we first started this, after just one week, you said, well, this doesn't cover um, therapy, right? So I said, I I understand. Like, I'll, yeah. And this let week me know. I paid for it because I was afraid to ask you for money. Okay, for it. But, but last week I did, okay. right? So, but but this isn't the way to do it, right? So, so we have, we've only been doing this for three weeks, mm-hmm. right? So it's very new to us. So we're learning as we go. So we have to figure this out, right? But there is a point where it becomes, okay, who pays for what? It doesn't matter because it's either it comes from our account or it comes from your account where the money just goes into. So right, it's just trading dollars. It doesn't matter, right? So it comes down to, we'll figure those things out, but it comes down to the math, right? So 
all, add up all these things, is it more than we have coming in? So what do we do? Right? That was the question. But we have had kids now for 17 years, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, households, all these things that we need to pay for. And on top of that, the extra things. Look, for a year, Mia and I screamed at each other every Thursday, let's say, that her work wasn't done and she wasn't doing what she was supposed to do and she was miserable at school. And so I was fighting with her about the work, right? You were downstairs. I was then dealing with the ramifications of it, emailing all her teachers and everything. Then she said she wanted to get evaluated. I'm researching all the doctors. I'm you know, trying to get us into a doctor. It's very expensive. Then I'm researching the schools for her. Then I find the right school for her and everything. And through each process that we go through, then the bar mitzvah with Ian's bar mitzvah, I'm planning it. I'm finding the right, you know, the DJ, the this, the that, the everything you're supposed to do for a bar mitzvah. And through each process, the Uh only thing I hear through everything is you are spending too much money. Okay. I never hear, let's research it together and see how we can make this more affordable. I never hear, oh, you called seven doctors? Let me, give me three days, four days. Let me do my own research, right? She, I know she has to get out of this situation. It was a situation she could not stay in. There was no possible way. Never once did you say, let's do this together. Never once for the bar mitzvah did you say, come with you to listen to DJs. Let's do it together, right? Never once did you say, oh, this is what he wants. All right, let's sit down and brainstorm how we can do this and make it more affordable. Never once do you say to me, I'll do the food shopping this week. You know what? Uh, Let's see if I can find some better deals. Never once do you say to me, I'll help you with the kids back to school, school supply shopping. Let me, every single Thing that gets bought in this house. You came home with hand soap two weeks ago. You're like, oh, I bought hand soap. We've been married 20 years. Maybe that's the second time you ever bought hand soap in this house for someone other than you. Like, okay. all... Not true. Yes, there's true. There's plenty of things around the house that I'm constantly buying things for. Paper towels. For us. Paper towels. What else? <laughs> but it's so true. Have... It's not true. I mean... I don't know. Garbage bags. You know, like, uh, what? I don't know. I don't, I don't think about these things on a daily basis. I know I you don't because you don't have I, to. But, but I do, but I price it. Like, I, I buy Amazon paper towels for the house and Amazon garbage bags for the house. I buy the, the light bulbs for the house. I buy the, like, and I research before I buy these things, which one is less expensive, which one is going to last the longest, which one. I do all those things. Okay. I do all those things. Now yes, I want I you to try researching about ADHD and autism and finding a... I understand what you're saying. But, I, I agree with what you're saying, and I think I've been more on par with what you're saying a lot no, more No, you recently. have not been more helpful with any of that stuff. Okay. Fine. You're not more helpful with the stuff that I take care of either. I'm literally budgeting Sh- for you. I'm literally doing exactly what you want. Uh, of course you are. You don't take... Are you... Are you budgeting our insurance rates better? Could we get better insurance no, anywhere? No, no, no. What I'm our, saying is, can we is refinance you, our cars? You were can stressed. We, um, you were stressed. So I stepped in, and now we're doing what you need to be less stressed. But we I'm doing the done, same thing at the same time. 
doesn't matter. Why? What? How? How are you helping me? If I'm more stressed because of budgeting, what are you doing to help me and make me less stressed? Well, okay, okay, fine, fair point. I'm not as concerned about that because I'm more concerned about us not being in complete debt okay, for years. But that's not fair. That's but, not fair. But, but I think it is. Oh, no, it's not I because when I go into I a fucking spiral th- again and, and have an OCD attack okay, and mental I, instability, then you're going to care. But financially, you've not been fair to us for a long time. That is not true. Of course You have is. not been fair either because in 22 years, you have never said, let me sit down and help you with all of this stuff. Let me... Re- I think for the last, let's say three years, I've been doing everything I can to, to try to be financially, uh, what's the word, uh, conscious or whatever. No, no, no. I'm to, saying f- to help me, to help me, to help me buy things. So basically you're saying I wasn't financially. But haven't I been there for you more, supporting you more? Maybe, I don't know if it was financially or not, but in other ways or other areas and making yes, sure. Yes, in I'm the ways that you should have been doing for years and years. Okay, okay fine. But there are and way finally, more things. And finally, you're doing the financial like helping that you haven't been no, doing for years no, and years and years. No, 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 that's not true. Because what? four years ago or five years ago when you said to me, we need more money, I fucking stepped up and made more money. Okay, and I took maybe I took the easy way out and I said, hey, let's move instead of saying to you, if you don't stop fucking spending so much fucking money. You said that to we, me too. Okay but, okay, but you didn't, so we moved. So we had to move because we couldn't afford. Like, See, that's not fair. But it is fair. That's not fair. No, you, we did not move because of me. No. No, we moved because we have a family that's expensive, not because I was spending too um, much money. I think it's both. Okay. And our family's not nearly, is now was not nearly as expensive as it was five to 10 years ago. Because you weren't paying as much attention. Not true. Yes, true. No. Yes, true, but not true. Okay. I I think it's total bullshit. Okay. I think that's total bullshit. I think I have been thrown an incredible responsibility. Incredible with... Every single facet of our lives, uh, from the research to the taking care of, to the worrying, to the, and this is where it becomes a mental load episode, to the, well, now I have to actually go through with it and get the thing. We don't have any option and I'm in it alone. Okay. I think that, I think that was probably true for the most part for a good year to two. That's not even true because, because I just literally said to you last week when we started budgeting, I said, I have some ideas. One of them is, can you please be in charge of dinner two nights a week where you choose and tell me which two nights a week you are going to be in charge of either bringing home dinner or making dinner or allowing them to door dash. I, I didn't tell no, you the every two days. Sing- and every single time you say, okay, okay, okay. Yes, I need to know the two days. What is it going to be? Okay, so but, I, but I, can, I texted you during the day. Hey, I'll take care of it today. But I said to you care. four times already. I need. So I didn't tell you the exact days, but I told you the day but of. I'm telling you exactly what of. I need okay. and you're not doing it. So why is that? Okay. That I'm saying to you, this will make my life easier. And you're like, yeah, all right, fine, whatever. So I'm telling you. Yeah, all right, fine, whatever. Yes. But two days a week, I would tell you the morning of, I'll no, come you take t- care of it today. Says who that you did it two days a week? Me. When I said to you, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to here, I'll bring it home for the boys or I'm going to order it for the boy. Like, but what? No, I don't think you're being fair at I all. I know because it's not, I know because that, uh, uh, okay. 
Yeah. Because when it comes to you, we have to do it a certain way. And when it comes to me, you'll just do it whatever way you want. I mean, it's getting taken care of. No, it's not. Because I can't plan for it at the beginning of the week. I can't say, okay, these two nights, I'm not going to have to do it. So I can relax and plan something else. And take care of something else. That I know when I wake up in the morning on a Tuesday, I'm not thinking to myself from the second I wake up, Okay, what are they going to have for dinner? What are we doing? What's the schedule? How am I fitting it in? It's a big deal. Okay. I know you don't think so, but no, you don't but really listen, realize no, no, how no. much. No, but I think all right, we're getting off the financial aspect of everything. We're no, getting we're more not. To the mental, mental load of everything. But right. Like, but the finances for me is the mental load also and for you. But the finances for me is literally the fact that I am in charge of every fucking thing. But, but, putting money in the cafeteria balance, the book fair, when they need new socks, when they come to me and they say, I have a birthday party this weekend, when they come to me in the morning and say, oh shit, you need to today buy all the supplies that I need for a project that I have due tomorrow. When they say to me, I want to be part of this club at school. And then I go and I pull it up and I research it and I say, okay, there's a fee of $50. And then I research how I download the app that I have to pay it through. Every single thing that you don't get that I need to do. Mia's school has a, a, a fee for parents for their PTO. That's like a lot more money than most other schools, right? So I have to figure out who do I contact you to give the money. You think there's these many things that I got to take care of bills and take care of and okay. this the is, schools let's, let's in general? Just end like, it. Let's end it. Really? Yes, let's end it. Let's end it. So, so you you want all the credit for taking care of all the payments and all the bills for all the kids uh, and everything? No, I want the credit for being stepping up and helping you in the ways that you need help, and uh, you not w- being willing to do the same things for me. I don't, I don't think that's fair. I think okay. I have been. Okay. And, and when you came to me last week after one week after starting this thing and said, hey, listen, I can't do this. Can you help me? I did. No. I did it in a second. That easy. No, without it wasn't that easy. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Oh, my God. It was not that easy. I'm sorry. There were, there were so many times until that time that you said, I had to cry. I started crying. I was like, I can't do it. Because you had said to me so many times, this is it. This is the, this is the amount. I don't care. Uh, okay, figure it out. Do what I've had to do all the time. Just, that's what you said. And then I finally broke down and crying, just like you did okay, when you were fine. dealing with the so, science. All right, so let's get back, to the, get back to the beginning question here. So what do you do? What, what do we do? If, if I say to you, okay, fine, I'll take it. We don't have it, but let's pay for it. What do we do? then maybe this is something that along the way you shouldn't have made me feel like I was in charge of all the things when it comes to the kids. Fine. Forget about who's in charge. Let's say it's back to normal. I don't know, account. but instead what of sitting... What do we do, which I've done for 20 years? Then you be what in charge do? of the next time the kids need something, you be in charge of saying to them, we can't afford it. And we've both been doing that. I have. I know you have. What? What? It, it, what? Ian just interrupted us during this conversation. I want to order dinner. And we both said no. But you literally, when you were giving me money before for the week, and I said to you. But don't say I was giving you money. Like, this is not an allowance Yes, thing. it is. You no. literally told me it was a punishment. Oh, come on. But you did. I'm, no, you're, you're getting a. <laughs> but you did. You said, kind of, you're being punished because you spent too much money. Oh, give me a break. But I mean, you you're, did. you're being so. All right, so we just threw off their headphones and had like a fighting discussion like we did, what, 
three years ago. I was just trying to, I guess we're in the guilt episode. When was the last time we threw off our <laughs> headphones and had like a real fight? A while ago. <laughs> we knew this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I was. I trying, knew this was going to happen. I was trying not to make this happen, but it did. It needed to. I guess. But. And Adam said he was wrong about everything. Right. Yeah. I'm so wrong about everything. I'm so apologetic. All right, calm I'm down. So, don't okay. you don't have to be so. No, sarcastic. we work things out. We, you know, we're we, trying to. Well, first of all, I wanted you to take all that out. Yeah, you said we're but keeping you it. Said it very. Adam, Adam, I'm so bad with words. Mm-hmm. I need to like read a. And you're a podcaster and a dictionary or something. Yeah, so what were you saying? Adamantly. Adamantly, yeah. Is that right? Yeah, I okay. wanted to take it out. Yeah. I just don't know if it's helpful, but I guess it's relatable. No, people like fights. Whatever. Well, I, yeah, people always say we don't fight anymore. <laughs> yeah, put it on TikTok. Stop. Don't, don't put it on TikTok. <laughs> um, yes, we stopped for like an hour. Yeah. And talked. And um, it's, it's, this is our, this is our issue. Obviously, it's not just us. People are having these issues. Couples are having these issues. This is a real thing. Right. So I found out here, according to a 2021 Experian Consumer Credit Review of the average American uh, debt thing. Debt thing. Yeah, debt thing. Wow. Do you know who Experian is? Yeah, there is that a travel <laughs> company. <laughs> what? So Experian, they like they're one of the credit monitoring companies. So like when you go apply for a loan and you have like a 700 credit score. Experian is one of the companies, one of the three companies that gives you a score. Oh, I'm thinking of Expedia. Yes, you're thinking of Expedia. <laughs> I was close. So the average American credit card debt in 2021 was $5,200. We beat them. So we're winning. Yay! <laughs> and I always get, at the end of the month, I always win on American Express because I get extra points. Right, you get points. I get bonus right. points. Yeah. So I unlock the next level. Yeah. So we get to fly for free for like a $2,000 flight for like $20,000 it cost us. It was great. Listen, we could get nothing. Okay. (laughs) Try to be appreciative. Personal loans is $17,000. Auto loans is $21,000. Student loans is $40,000. HELOCs, which is, you know, equity that you take out in your house. It's $40,000. Um, mortgages in the United States is $220,000, right? So if any of that sounds familiar, we're all in debt. That's what they're trying to say. Like America is in debt, but according to an MIT study, right? So this is like legit. It sounds like to me, at least living in New Jersey, which is where we live. Listen to this. I want to get gauge your feedback on this. Living in New Jersey with three kids, two adults, one working adult, $99,000 should be enough at minimum to live comfortably. Okay. Based on that number, the typical home in our area in New Jersey, $623,000. Okay. After a 20% down is roughly $500,000 mortgage. So you need $123,000 just in cash to for a down payment for the house. Okay? So now you're taking out $500,000. Taxes on average run about 14 to $18,000 in our area. Blah 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 using the averages in our and insurance, whatever, $4,500 a month. 
what it all comes down to is if you're making $99,000, there's no money left. So you're reading, you read statistics, you see what the averages are. You see like, how do people survive? Like that's, that's my point. Like there's some study, especially at MIT that says $99,000 will make you live comfortably in New Jersey. Yeah, that makes no sense. Like, how are we doing it? That's that's my point. Uh, we're not. <laughs> like we're, especially today. I talked about it last episode, like mm-hmm. with inflation and blah, blah, blah. Like, whatever. I don't know. It's Point is, this is all fucking hard. You know? Well, you said something to me during when we were had our headphones off and everything. Was it good? Yeah. Okay. No, we, we yeah. talked. It was really good, actually. This is why... Well, I, I guess... We haven't been ready for this conversation for a long time. I mean, obviously, we did not react well at first when, you know, it's taken a few weeks. This has been a process, as you said. It has been a process. And I think maybe at other points in our relationship, we haven't really been in the mind frame to have this conversation. And so I guess now is a decent time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess there's never a good time unless... I I don't know. Only 50% of people said that they have resentment in their relationship about finances. Bullshit. I That's what they said on Instagram. I was very, very shocked. But I said, is, yes, is there underlying resentment about spending and budgeting in your relationship? 50% said yes. 50% said no. Uh, oh, this is a good one. And, well, this is a good one. Mm. Do you feel like your partner gets involved in purchasing for the family only when it's something they're interested in? Mm. Does that sound familiar to you? Yeah, that's how I feel you are. Oh, fuck you. Oh. Yeah, I know. I'm so interested in fucking socks. <laughs> no, seriously. I think that's a big problem. So 80% said yes. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we have a 94% female following. So, you know, they're probably... I think that's very relatable. That No, I understand. That's probably me. I get that. I, I, I respect... Um, I'm very interested in the salt that we put in our salt tank for our water. That's for me. Um, that's that's not that's not what I'm talking are, about. All for me. So yeah, that, when see, we pay for the see, lights, can't, it can't. It's not <laughs> yeah, funny. I know, I know. It's but it's not. It doesn't even make sense. I know but because people don't understand like the conversation that you and I just had. That we're all like, if however it's split, whatever way, it's not about for the most part. It's not about spending for ourselves. Like I pay, you know, I pay the major bills. I, no, for that's the house. that's you know. not that's not the the point. The point is that you have the privilege to pick and choose what you get involved in with the spending. Well, wait a minute. I didn't pick and choose that I get to spend on our mortgage and utilities and our landscaping and our water and our like. Okay, I didn't pick that. It just <sighs> happens. Dance. Okay. Yeah. Um. And then I asked, oh, I asked people, one thing that was interesting that I asked people, have you ever made a purchase that was, um, that you, that your partner, or has your partner ever made a purchase that they didn't consult you about, like an expensive purchase they didn't consult you about, um, that you got upset about and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So, um, so for something a partner has bought that you got upset about, I mean, there were all kinds of things truck motorcycle tesla golf clubs vintage car gaming computer a house um flat screen tvs which Mm. was something that i was upset about that you bought without my 
uh, input. Just saying my Tesla was a smart purchase. I know that's what you told me. Throw that out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, About, you know, uh, an $800 pizza oven, expensive camera, you know, like basically a lot of stuff. Um, I can 100% say I have never made a large purchase without consulting you. Um, okay. Well, yeah, okay. What? No, nothing. Okay. No, you haven't. No, I no, haven't. Not personal, so no. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right, we'll talk about after what that was. <laughs> but, um. No, like with, 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 like for the kids or for, like for the family, like you've made large purchases, not without consulting, right. but like with the Maya school situation. No, I didn't. It I, was in front of your parents. Like that was a conversation. Well, I had. needed them there for moral support. <laughs> right. So like it was it like was done without me having an yeah. opinion. Um, But you said to me when we were talking before, which I, this is what I've been trying to do for years, right? And I think that everybody should do. I think once a week, and, and you just said it, that mm-hmm. you'll do it. Once a week, you need to meet to to go over things, right? Like, what are the upcoming expenses? What are the things that, you know, the other partner might not know about? What are the things that you want to to buy and that you want to maybe make a separate savings account for, you know? I mean, there are all these things that, like, I think we just don't ever talk about. And so we're like, fuck it, I'll just get it. Or, you know, or it never happens when really all you need to do is, you know, sit down and sort of, talk about it but a weekly check-in I think is so important um and we've never done that a weekly Mm check-in I think maybe business-wise we do but never personal and I really think that would solve so many problems if like over a cup of coffee or a glass of wine every week check in and you know both of you bring to the table what it is you have upcoming right what do you need what are the the financial needs what are the social like everything um and talk about it that i think it it can solve so many issues mm-hmm. the problem is is that we never checked in until it was you're spending too much or so it it, it by that point it's just hostility right it's mm-hmm. just you know on yeah. both ends it's just hostility yeah, it's, it's just a mad mean conversation of you're spending too much no i'm not here's why like right let's talk about the whys and the how much and the, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, because there's that definitely that disconnect, you know, like where so one person's saying you spend too much and the other person's saying, well, I have no choice because look at all the things the kids have coming up or we have coming up or, uh, you know, I just think that it's something that needs to be done in little bite-sized pieces rather than what we've done, which is slam a fucking pie in each other's face <laughs> or 70 pies in each other's face. So, um, anyway, we, I, I was glad we had that talk when we turned it off. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really glad you said you were wrong about everything. Yes, I'm so wrong about everything. I Moral mean, of the story a is- little bit, we understood each other <laughs> at least better after we yeah, of took course. the headphones yeah. off. So, um, so I think we need to bring a professional on. Yeah. Well, like, first, I think we need a professional for us. Well, I that's what I, we'll bring them I on. think we can do a professional on for us. Not hmm. without talking about, you know, actual numbers. They can still help us come up with a budgeting plan. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that could be helpful to other people. Like we could have a budgeting specialist come on and be like, this is what you need to do. Okay. And then we can say, okay, good idea, but we're not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, that doesn't work because we really need. Right, exactly. (laughs) So, um all right, so let's end this so we can go DoorDash and spend $100 oh, come on. $30 worth of food. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. Yum Kippur, by the way. It is. <laughs> so you, happy you, Yum Kippur. And you should be repenting. Happy Yum Kippur. That doesn't make sense. Hag Sameach. That sure. might be Passover. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. But it's not a happy Yum Kippur. Easy fast. I don't know. I'm very Jewish, but I'm not religious. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So To me, it does. Yes. That's why I married you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Hope you learned a lot in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. I wish we kept on the mics during our little... No, no. It was better that we didn't. Right. All right. <laughs> thanks, guys. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.